I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We are back for some more of this NXT takeover. We're in Dallas. God, I love Dallas. God, I wish being I, I, I miss being able to go to America and I drink know. Lone Star beer in, in Texas. I've I've been absolutely. Uh, I was reading a, a very moving article in the Guardian about a young man who found out that he had terminal cancer. Mm. And I think uh, quite a lot of people in my life have read that as if to. I, I don't know why they keep telling me about it. <laughs> like I'm a cautionary tale. Uh, he, he, a dick. he did have Don't a lovely listen. bit where he was saying, you know, the important thing is to have a very full life. And this, mm. this, I mean, look, look, it's not reinventing the wheel. We're not saying that this is some kind of great in-depth thing. But this is someone who is facing death and yeah. just going, actually, here's the stuff that I think, you know, mm. seems to me to be true. Yeah. One of Beautiful the things theory. he mentioned again and again was just the ability to travel. NXT. You know. <laughs> NXT in Texas. So he said, do not watch WrestleMania 32. <laughs> he said, but he was talking about travel and it's mm. really... Um, it, you, reading that, I was like, "Oh, that's you know that is mm. that make that breaks my heart that you know he he knows that that part of his life is over, over the yeah. traveling." Mm. And I was also thinking, it is sort of awful. Where if someone said to me, "You know that's happening to you," mm. I would go, "Well, I'm fucking stuck here. I can't get away. Yeah, I've lost a year of going away, and I know mm. that must be really hard for you because you love going away." Oh, I I discovered traveling places when I was thirty-two. Yeah, and then I was like. Why didn't I do this in my 20s? Yeah. When I could get away with going to places like Thailand and Bangkok without looking like a fucking deviant. <laughs> I like kayaking as much as the bet next man. <laughs> Is that what you call it these days? <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> Uh, I, oh. I, but it does uh, happen. Uh, oddly, watching some of these shows, mm. it's just seeing those the, the crowds. Mm. And I have watched a lot of stuff and just thought, why didn't I fucking just go to this? Why didn't <laughs> I just go I to just this? Go why did I hold back? Why did <laughs> I, you know? Uh, I don't I mean, remember you got a kid. Uh, <laughs> no wife. Look, you can you can get people to come after. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, I know I know this for a fact. If you leave them somewhere without yeah. any identification, mm-hmm. the state have to look has after to them. Legally have I reckon I could come back Unless after four weeks. Unless they're in a People seem very annoyed about that. Don't they just? Don't they just. That was a good political point. I did, I did not see that coming. Did I really not? enjoyed wow. it. No, I really okay, enjoyed fine. it. 
Um, when you said in a boat, I was just like, oh, that's that would be really irresponsible. <laughs> and I was like, I was just going to leave him on the road. But no, that is really irresponsible. But no, you were making a very good point. I was thinking about point. my kayak again. <laughs> is that what you call it? Yeah. I'm going to keep doing that. Um, we have our uh, little, a little uh, early NXT tradition that you begin getting at the big shows, right. which is where they introduce you to a big international star right. who has yes. just signed with NXT. They don't mention they've signed. And often this is the first time you actually see them on, on television. Mm. Um, although it often breaks, obviously, within uh, wrestling sort of circles and the newsletters. Can't letters. get away with uh, hiding it. Yeah. No, and here you have Kota Ibushi, who yes. was one of the great sort of, high, or is one of the great sort of uh, hard-hitting, high-flying, just general, all-round amazeball uh, performers little, of their generation. I did a little Google, one of the golden lovers with he, Kenny Omega. He is indeed. He is indeed. I had a Golden Lovers t-shirt on when we went to see Ring of Honor a while back. Nice. And uh, a man came up to me and he went, um, he said, does that say Golden Lovers on your t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. He said, cool t-shirt. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knew it was no. necessarily a tag team, but he liked it. Anyway, we've been going out for two and a half years now. Your uh, t-shirt, the loving spoonful. <laughs> Great t-shirt. Does your t-shirt say Mungo Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, mate. Um, this um, uh, Coach Bushy would actually never then go on to sign a, a contract with NXT. Oh, did, did no. he do it? He, he took he part in the to... uh, Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Right. Having uh, they were very keen to, to have him sign, yeah. but I think after a while he was a bit it's like. I hope he's there when I'm not. It. He'd seen how some other people had sort of ended done, up through the yeah. system, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think he was a little bit like, well, I'll take my chances on <laughs> where I'm an A-list to somewhere else. Um, and he has continued to be a huge A-list of a new Japan. Yeah. Um, they Fuck have uh, downtown Dallas. And the one thing that is funny about this, which you wouldn't have noticed at the time, is they have one of their sort of great big, you know, uh, towers that's got mm. lights, a big ball of lights. Yeah, yeah. And it does look like a fucking, uh, like, you know, a, a, a big We Worship COVID. Sort <laughs> no, of, it does look yeah, like a big COVID. It really yeah, yeah. did. Is that a famous Dallas Good thing? Show. I don't know. I, I've only been, I, downtown's, there's a bit up top that's a bit hipstery that I've been, that I, every uh-huh. time I've been in Dallas, I'll go there. But downtown's just a bit of a miss. It's a bit like downtown Houston. It's like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take or leave that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I mean, it's one of the few places that. that was, so Alex Zane and I mm. went to uh, to Houston for, um, for for WrestleMania 25. Because WrestleMania was at the top near the airport, wasn't it? It was near Fort Worth. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and it was. Um, I mean, that was one of the few places where Alex had hair that was, you know, to his shoulders. Mm. If if that, if that. Yeah. And, I mean, that was a topic of conversation that did not get exhausted for the week we were there. Well, she's around wrestlers as well. He clearly wasn't a wrestler, that's why. No, that he was very clearly not a wrestler. <laughs> slender man. Yeah. There's a shadow walking. <laughs> um, <laughs> we go to uh, the second match, which mm. is Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin. Mm. Um, Austin Aries, the greatest man who ever lived. It's, <laughs> if you're going to have, like, a nickname, 100% go big. Go yeah. fucking big. And I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it because I think in wrestling quite a lot, you hear these things again and again and they lose their strangeness. And when that came out, I just thought, where's Pete making this? A man comes in. I'm the great. Uh, here he is. Please welcome the greatest man who ever lived, Austin Aries. <laughs> like something a child would come it up It sounds with. like the fattest man who ever lived because the greatest <laughs> used as, as, as a unit of space. True. Uh, yeah, like he's the greatest man who ever lived. Mm. And like... And I, <laughs> Austin Aries in Sunnies looks like a, like a B Jumps Batista. Yeah, like he looks really Batista until he takes his glass off. And he doesn't look anything. like He him. also looks like if you were watching a biopic of say Keith Moon, and there'd be the guy who was playing Ollie Reed. Yeah, and you're sort of a bit like I'm looking at Ollie Reed at the bar. I mean, he's barely his head's barely over the <laughs> thing. He's just sort of a wrong shape. But what he's funny, Austin Aries. He has a lot of incredible sort of intensity, and he's so crisp in the ring. Mm. 
and largely all of that is forgotten because apparently he's a nightmare behind the scenes <laughs> and certainly on twitter he is also uh, full of conspiracy theories about vaccination cool. and um a- anti-covid and don't wear masks time. right yeah you know it must be exhausting <laughs> um, but uh, again this is this is his debut match in nxt he mm. is a uh, a hugely well-seasoned independent performer um he was the first ever multi-time Ring of Honor world champion. Mm. Uh, he was a a uh, in Impact. He 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 was an X division champion, which is sort of their their high flying sort of lighter weight belt, but mm. th- absolutely thrillingly exciting division mm. that was at times. Um, and he's currently signed with Major League Wrestling. Uh, I'm going to give you three little facts about him. Uh, one, he has the uh, Chinese character Ram. That's his tattoo right, on okay. his arm. Um, that is, isn't that a um, Paul McCartney album? It is, yes. <laughs> he is that? Paul McCartney's illegitimate <laughs> son <laughs> in WWE. Uh, it it's, uh, stands for, uh, because it's the, the sign uh, of the sheep is Aries. Right. Um, the oh, okay. okay. And so uh, that's his ring name and mm-hmm. his Zodiac sign. Nice. Um, my favourite fact about him is um, prior to working for WWE, he actually provided the voice for the main character of Jacob Cass in the Road to WrestleMania mode of WWE 2012's video game. That is just confusing. He was another wrestler. He wasn't in. The he game. was already a wrestler. He played the. If you like your your you know you, you oh, play your road to WrestleMania. Old, oh, so it's so like you the, are yes. Jacob Cash. Oh, okay. I've seen you those cutscenes. I've you're seen you, to... Jacob Cash, walking around here, going to stomp a model in your ass. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. Triple H going. You wanted to do a title <laughs> shot? Well, you got to find a beat with this vending machine. Okay, Here in the I'll WWE, <laughs> you got to prove that you're all that. But yeah. Austin Aries was the one yeah. who would go, so will you give me a shot? That was <laughs> yeah. the bit that he oh, did. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like it. Quite sweet. Yeah. Um, and he's also a vegan. Uh, right. That's a big thing. He's written a whole book about how to sort of you know have a vegan lifestyle and still be a sort of you know mm. quite an elite athlete. Mm. Um, interesting thing, this. I was reading some stuff about like his his conspiracy theories and mm. things and someone did mention something which i actually thought do you know that's sort of one of those things that i'll never forget because i think <laughs> i think there's some truth in it right and they they were a vegan and they said what is it with so many people who are into conspiracy theories being vegan that right. isn't a conspiracy theory right but she was like it's almost like if you care enough about the world and you know you think there are alternatives yeah. you immediately go that also means that illnesses are fake and that vaccines aren't because everything that the world tells us can be done differently and is wrong i was like i've met quite a few vegans i met a vegan the other day who i know who's a bus driver right and he uh went to give me a hug he went to give me a hug and i went oh i don't even know him that well and i went oh i said we probably do the elbow thing shouldn't we ah and he went it's i don't believe it he said you know you can call me like a conspiracist or whatever he said but i think it's been put there by Probably some kind of global organisation to just try and drive people apart. Right. It's like, yeah, I think, I think I might call you a conspiracist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very strange. Interesting. I know, yeah. I've, not, I've not really sort of noticed that correlation, but yeah. I've, I, I've always liked vegans. Mm. Now there's a sliver <laughs> of doubt has crept in. But they're 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 opting out of of of, of uh, and opting out with um, a, a, a certain amount of scientific heft behind let, them as well. Let, so say, let we're me not tell you something, Rockefeller. You, you and your type of the people who have opted out, <laughs> you've opted out of what you know to be right with your steaks <laughs> and your masks. I had a vegetarian steak yesterday. It wasn't. It was improved with peppercorn sauce, but it was uh-huh. unspeakably poor. Was it? Was it fake meat? It was fake meat, but it wasn't even trying to. It was just like we're not even going to make 
this tastes like a mushroom. <laughs> we're going, we're going to make this drier than a mushroom. I, I don't mind vegetarian <laughs> food, but I would say it's when you try and go, we're going to make this like something mm. else. What is wrong with garlic butter on something? I, I love a vegetarian sausage. I love uh, a vegetarian corn bacon is unthinkable. Uh, but they're getting better. Getting better. The, the the meat patties for the burgers, fine. No one Excellent. would have said that Greg's would be at the forefront of this. <laughs> no, I know we've mentioned Greg's before. Greg's, but... the meat-free, meat-free Mondays, you can do it. Uh, yep. Paul McCartney move. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it right now, please. Um, he, uh, yeah, the, 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 the Greg's. Sausages are delicious. They are. They are. They. They. You sort of go. Why do I? Why did I need that meat in the first place? Exactly. And it's mm. also the way that you win hearts and minds, isn't it? Yeah. That you. If it had started off and it was like Waitrose are doing, it, you'd go stick it up your fucking <laughs> elitist asses. <laughs> but Greg's doing it. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's all right. I like Greg's. How do they make a meat-free pepperami? That is when I sort of go, <laughs> I, 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 I get into the pool fully. You, you could make something that looked like a pepperami. Yeah. But when you touched it, it would like be like liquid. Too, it just yeah, be, too soft. Yeah. Too soft. It, it would just turn out to be sort of like the tomatoes that they've, they've, they've sort of like get air dried on the outside. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, it could be you'd, that. You'd bite into it and it would just all spill down your face. It's like it a Tide just, Pod oh. that the kids were all eating back in the day. <laughs> Are they vegan? Uh, I, I get through I quite a few of those. I reckon they're not. Because mm. it would be really... Mm, do you reckon? I don't know. They're like, everything, they're kind of everything, like dis- everything he's got... Everything that in. dissolves. Anything yeah. that dissolves has hooves in it. Yeah, completely. It's mad, or, isn't it? Or like fish belly stuff. Yes. See-through. Fish glue. Oh, man. Austin Aries defeating Barry <laughs> Corbin in 10 minutes and 43 seconds. Um, I, I, he, he wrestles really, really well. Mm. And it's one of those things where Austin Aries is one of those people who divides... I think, you know, he's so, uh, it's a hard thing where his character, it's a, it's the wrong way around. His character, Austin Aries, is totally admirable and really good. The real life Austin Aries, <laughs> I find sort of strange and unsettling. Yeah. And if it was the other way around, you go, what a brilliant combination. Mm. It's sort of the worst way around <laughs> where, where I go, yeah, I like that guy. But of course, remember what he's actually like. <laughs> um, <laughs> his, his anti-vaxxing stuff and his anti-COVID stuff has been... You know, properly. The the worst thing is, like, uh, you know, I, I I'm guilty of this in that I have, you know, my belief in it. But I, I would say my belief has been given to me, if you like, by by science. Um, his <laughs> his is very much what he thinks mm. and has thought without being peer reviewed. Yeah, and he does treat it very much like. Oh dear, dear, dear! Still, still, <laughs> still wearing the... the old mask, are you? <laughs> and, and you know, it's that thing of going. That is a clever way of making me feel like I can't really come back at it by just sort of confidence. Confidence. But I would say that if, all right, mate, if you don't believe the COVID is real, have, have Putin's new vaccine, the Sputnik. Because <laughs> all the hard men, the Bolsonaro's yeah. and the and, and Erdogan's, they'll all come out with their version. It'll be like fucking vape juice. Everyone will have their version of their little, um, their, 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 vaccine. Um, their vaccine. And if you don't believe that it works, you are fundamentally anti uh, Slavic or anti-Brazilian, um, or you know, you, you yeah. are, you are, you are racially judging our scientists yep. in a way that you would not judge your own scientists. Hey, but it's come out very early, aren't it? <laughs> so if you don't, but if you don't believe it exists, yeah. put a bit in your arm. All I'm saying is, dude, says Austin Aries. <laughs> uh, also, uh, not keen on government-mandated vaccination. Right, uh, that's the thing. Yeah, okay. So uh, that's sort of oh, a little so, bit so of get like, out. Oh, get a right yeah. that either. Right? Doesn't like okay, it. He, I think he believes that COVID is a cover for. Mandated Bill Gates. Uh, oh, the microchips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, why, Pete, do I read tweets by wrestlers who are trying to lecture me about fucking COVID? It's just. I, it's I don't just even. The... I don't even read the stuff that the real scientists. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, 
Bill Gates struggled with uh, producing uh, a decent workaround for the <laughs> for the conventional memory limitations of of, of a DOS disk, <laughs> so you could launch a video game back in the day. It had real problems. It, like if you try to play Virtua Fighter on the Windows platform with the 3D effects Voodoo card, it was sometimes crashed because the memory constraints You've were too got small. To let this go. Now, <laughs> I, we know. We know. I, I don't we know you're upset yet. at the world, Pete. But spending the last ten years synthesising a virus, <laughs> I think is maybe uh, maybe a step in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, and out comes uh, Baron Corbin. Mm. Um, Corbin always has a look about him like he's tangentially involved in rock and roll, but not really. Yes. So as if as if you'd sort of go, oh, you've got to meet like a Baron. He mm. he runs that rock and roll hotel in Covent Garden. <laughs> yes. You know? Oh yeah. The one that's got like a hundred hundred kinds of pornography. That's right. Yeah. The, oh, the sanctum. I've been up there up upstairs. Up there, up it was top, about yeah. three o'clock, but they hadn't even started cleaning it from the night before. It was yeah. Just, it, was, it was disgusting. That sort it was, of thing. It was like the, the hot tub. There was a man in there. Was, I, I think he was naked, and the, and the only beers <laughs> they served was a, a warm Iron Maiden drink. It there he is, Baron. <laughs> Baron. Baron. Oh, he's just lifted his hand. He's sort of like half done a nod of recognition. Well, to be fair, well, to be fair, there's him who looks like that, and then William Regal, who's all over this. Yeah. He looks like a man who owns a share of a boat, <laughs> and also uh, tangentially hangs out with Tim Martin, boss of Rotherspoons, yes. drinks with him. I reckon he, he looks like a man who drinks with him. Willie Regal. Hello, everyone. In fairness, he does it on Twitter. He's always just going, one of the funniest acts you'll ever see in your life. And they're always these proper Blackpool comics. <laughs> yeah. And when you see their stuff, it's all they're all great as yeah. well, which is right. the thing. But okay. you do watch it, and you do go somewhere Tim Martin has, is, is going, we have absolutely got to book him for the uh, Christmas do for senior management. I make that clear. It's, it's not for the rest of them. Um, uh, Baron Corbin, actually, again, really impressive sort of background, you know, before he got into wrestling. He was um, an offensive lineman for the Indianapolis Colts and the Arizona Cardinals in right. the NFL. He was also a, a, a three-time Golden Gloves boxing champion. Jesus. So he's got really sort of legitimate... He, he just looks like he promotes a rock and roll energy drink. Nothing about his background is like that. Um, there are some, some facts about him that make me like him. So he wears his father's wedding ring on a necklace uh, as a tribute to him throughout all his, his matches. Oh. His dad died in 2008. He's got tattoos of his father and his grandfather on his leg. Mm. Um, and he's also got tattoos which memorialise uh, two of his close friends, uh, Jackass star Ryan Dunn mm. and the Jackass producer Zachary Hartwell, both of whom died in a car crash in June 2011. Right. So he was really, really good friends with the Jackass boys. Ah. There's a lot to him that I go, you seem much more interesting in real life than you are when you're in the ring. Yeah. You know, this NFL career, this boxing career, mm. you know, friends with the Jackass guys, you know, a personal tragedy, your, you know, the, the wearing of the wedding ring and the tattoos of your granddad. I sort of go, all of this is good. And, yeah. I, and uh, he's sort of, I don't know how he's less than the sum of those parts. Yeah. He is, he is, you see with this, he's been trained only by WWE at this right. point you know he's a project because of the legitimate background he comes from he's big as well he's got size they're looking at him as being a future sort of main eventer mm. and certainly he has been in main events would you call him a main eventer i'm not sure but what you see here is they're teaching him the wwe style and he is plodding in this mm. match austin aries is so fast so crisp so good his execution is incredible he flies about he he really sells everything and corbin is very much sort of just plodding and he he'll he'll get his opponent onto you know he'll knock him down and he'll just stare at him and walk around a bit and mm. that slight thing about walking to the crowd and sort of going you think he's the best 
but I'm the best. <laughs> and then going over to the referee and the ref going, come on, Carbon. Get and him going, well, get it back, you. <laughs> you know, I, I find it really sort of like this is wrestling by numbers. Mm. It, it, it does seem to me a little bit like he didn't necessarily have this plan from day one. <laughs> the Golden Gloves, the NFL. Yeah. Or it slightly suggests that this is very much what I have ended up with. Yes. And a bit like someone like Sting or even Lex Luger, you just don't have that. Bill Goldberg, you don't have that burning ever since you were a child you've been watching this taking it in and mm. then you do it your way mm. it's slightly is that thing where we've had to teach you from scratch and you're yeah. a bit like sure i can do this i'm an athlete but you don't have that actual that love character for the, and, the, and the kind of like yeah and and to know what you know which rubber bands to stretch because if you don't stretch the rubber bands they become very brittle exactly it's you know look it's, it's painting anyone can be taught over mm. a lifetime to paint the replica of the Mona Lisa. Mm. What you can't do is do your own Mona Lisa. Yeah. And wrestling is all about people who do their own Mona Lisas. Mm. Very much the thing that is uh, a f- common phrase you'll hear often. <laughs> uh, people will say wrestling is all about doing your Mona Lisas. Yeah, that, people that, that, will say, I know exactly what you mean. They'll never own works of art. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> um, this this match is, is good, you know. Austin Aries makes it. He does some chops which absolutely lift the flesh mm. of Corbin's chest. And he does a roll-up at the end as well to pin him to get the one, two, three. And the roll-up is so good that it actually looks like a proper combat move. You sort of go, yeah, that is impossible to escape from. He does it. And I don't think I've, I've seen a better roll-up in any any other match I've ever watched mm. ever. I just I watched that one and I was like, that is how Bang it should in. be done. Someone has finally done the roll-up right. Uh, only, only took um, 
nearly two well two and a half thousand years. Yeah. The uh, uh, Corey Graves introduces this uh, match, which, which and it reminds me of um, uh, when uh, Limmy does the sketch. <laughs> Where he talks, it wasn't even a sketch. It was a Charlie Brooker thing on on one of his um, early roundups. Hmm. It was like, and he talked about Pitbull. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> there was near Pitbull and now Pitbull. <laughs> yes. For me, Corey Graves. There was no Corey Graves. <laughs> oh. And now there's a Corey Graves that I've got to deal with. We, we are entering what I think will in later years be known as the Corey Graves years. Right, okay. Um, that, that is how all of wrestling will be summed up <laughs> from the, the the time that Corey Graves became a commentator. He, yeah. he started in NXT. <laughs> he had been an NXT star. He'd been, right. um, you know, a, a, a tag team champion. He was building up for a singles run, but his career was ended by concussions. Mm. Um, and so he made a very successful transition to the commentary booth. The problem with WWE is you're on a lot. Yeah. And you hear people, you hear just again and again and again the same, same people, and you hear them on every single show. Right. And after four years of it, I mean, what is that? That must be, so there's three shows uh, at least a week, so that's nearly a 1,000 shows a year. So maybe he's done, what, four and a half thousand shows? Mm. You know, of course he's going to get grating and you hate him. <laughs> you know? he also, in this one, it's a really weird thing where he's not quite used to the big cameras yet, I don't think. Right. So normally he's just, you know, you'd wave at the start or you'd mm. just sort of go, you wouldn't even be seen in the NXT TV show. By the time you get to TakeOver, of course, they're doing big things. He has a funny knack of when they first click the camera onto him, he just stares there like he's entirely mentally vacant. He goes, <laughs> and when he speaks, you're like, oh, he's normal again. Mm. And the second he starts speaking, he just goes, <laughs> just stares <laughs> down the barrel ends. You know, sometimes like Noel Fielding in the Mighty Boosh will, yeah, it's, not, it's not a gun. It's just like an absence of anything yeah. going it's, on. I noticed him doing it quite a few times. They cut back to this. It's always fun. It's a fun thing to do is when you see commentary teams, when they're doing their piece to camera, always look at the other one. Look yeah, at the yeah, one yeah, not yeah. speaking. Yeah. Oh, no, I love that sort of thing. I love the ones when their lips move because they know what the other one's saying. <laughs> yeah. When they're reading it off the autocue as well. <laughs> yum, 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 yeah, yum. very, very yum, enjoyable. Yum, yum, yum. It's like you look, he looks like uh, if Linkin Park. <laughs> Just a flink and puff. That's it. Yeah. I sometimes, I sometimes think like when snakes shed their skin, uh, it's all sort of dry and crusty. And if you sort of, I don't know, if you held that up, mm. just just we'll held put some it up, spectacles on it, yeah, it would mm. start going. Why well, you're out of your mind, Vic, um, or, or, or whatever he says. He's been going a long time, and he hasn't mm. really got a recognisable catchphrase. No, yeah, get he, on. He should start saying Yabadu or something. <laughs> Yeah, but do. Yeah. That is literally Fred Flintstone. Oh, yeah, Definitely <laughs> go for something. Do not do that. Hey, like a Lincoln Park, you mothers. <laughs> um, <laughs> that can be used in any situation. Uh, let, let's talk about let's a Barnstormer, talk about shall we, Pete? Barnstormer. Uh, this is Replay the match. sponsored by Dijon or Pizzas. <laughs> oh, is it a pizza? I thought it was like Amaretto. No. It's it? pizza. Okay. Bit, I mean, amaretto's a bit fancy, isn't it? That's Come what I thought. Now. I yeah, thought it was a bit you. weird, but I thought <laughs> I thought it'd be the sort of thing where they're like, you know, we've got the, you know, a huge like thirty-five to fifty-three. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, amaretto. I think it's like I think it's like pizza. You got to cook yourself. Got ya. Do it yourself, dickhead. Hey, good fellow pizza. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you want something that's suggested pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> another sponsor down. Um, Nakamura versus. Yeah. Is Sammy Zayn. Um, this is one of my, I would say, top five favourite matches of all time. 
You've watching... said that a lot. Now, yeah. I'm calling you out on that because a lot of people will call you out on that. Yeah. And I'm in it. I've in definitely there. mentioned this before <laughs> as being in the top five. Do you reckon? Yeah. Right, okay. I think so. Watching yeah. it back, I, I I don't think it is in there anymore. <laughs> I've, got, I've got to tell you, I, I love this match. I really love it. But I think it's one of those things of when you saw it at the time, live mm. the important really thing about it was nakamura what are they going to do with shinsuke nakamura <laughs> how, how are they going to do it are they going is it going to be a quick squash yeah. are they gonna actually you know are they gonna have Sami Zayn? you know maybe even go over mm. so this is two things this is shinsuke nakamura's debut and it's also Sami Zayn's final nxt match he is going to the main roster of wwe right. after this and the fans know so you would normally, when you were leaving a territory, you would lose, of course. But mm. is there that thing where they go, well, he's such a big star. But in WWE, we like to make sure people aren't too big for their boots. Yeah. So we would maybe sort of say, why don't you lose in your first one? In a, you know, whatever. Mm. You just didn't know. Yeah. And actually what they did was they brought in uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, the biggest name in Japanese wrestling throughout the 2000s. Other people were bigger at various times, but you could say certainly there was no one as charismatic and there was no one really who was still working over such a long period mm. um, in the 2000s and remained at the level that Nakamura remained at. He has, he has just come to NXT. The fans cannot believe it. They yeah. are absolutely beaming. One of the things that's really important about this as well is WWE had had a long policy of never really referring to people who were stars outside of WWE. Mm. And what you've got with NXT is they're bringing in stars and they are not changing their gimmicks. They are just saying, come and do the thing that you do best. So Austin Aries, the greatest man that ever lived, that was a, a you know a, a, a persona he'd had for years. With Shinsuke Nakamura, I think there was a feeling of people couldn't believe it when he actually arrived. Mm. It seemed so unreal that a star that big from the other side of the world would be given a run in WWE. Yeah. What you can see with this is they make it very big. So you have um, Sami Zayn. The, the, the backstory is Nakamura is coming and Sami Zayn is thrilled to be the person to get a match with him mm. because they're saying he was so good for so long. I can't wait. A perfect, easy wrestling thing. You just go, it's about a matter of pride. And by Sami Zayn going, I am so excited to wrestle this guy. You're telling everyone that doesn't know who Nakamura is that the wrestlers think he's great. Mm. Fantastic. You have in the audience Scott Hall and X-Pac. Mm. So you've got legends who are just pictured very briefly at the start. It gives it big fight feel. And then you get Nakamura coming in. So Nakamura is, at this point, the most Japanese version of Nakamura that America ever gets. Right. So he's basically, he's, he's, let, I'll quickly, quickly take you through who he is. Mm. So he debuts in 2002 in New Japan. And he debuts with two guys who have also trained at the same time as him Hiroshi Tanahashi and Katsuyuri Shibata. Those three men are known in Japan as the Three Musketeers. They would each go on to be huge main eventers. Tanahashi um, certainly is, is the man if you like, of the three of them who is biggest in Japan now. He's still at the top of the cards. Shibata had to retire because of a career-ending concussion mm. that he got through using a series of headbutts. Um, that was uh, probably four years ago now, maybe five years. Right. And Nakamura was a guy who, he became a superstar before the two of them, and he maintained it throughout his career. He was in um, uh, into M MMA as well. He, I think he lost his first MMA fight. Uh, then there was a no contest. Uh, well, I think he ran into someone's knee. Um, and it was all very confusing. Um, and then he won the next three or four. He's a legitimate sort of, mm. you know, good, good sort of like MMA fighter. He was the man who in Japan, there was a period where uh, Brock Lesnar had left WWE and they gave him the IWGP belt 
the biggest belt in Japan. Mm. And Lesnar very quickly, um, you know, just wanted out. He didn't really want to do it. The person they turned to was Nakamura. And this is really the period where Nakamura becomes the number one guy in Japanese wrestling. Um, he was, uh, he returned after a small sort of tour he'd had as the ace. And that was the thing he became. He was a main eventer from that point on. In 2009, he became a bad guy. And that brought out a side of him that, that is so influential, not just in this weird sort of like Japanese sort of trash talking pimp mm. sort of persona that he had where he was cocky. He also brought in a much harder, stronger style. Mm. And that is known as strong style where he would go in, you know, with kicks and punches and forearms and stuff that looked genuinely bone shatteringly sort of, you know, real. <laughs> and strong style has become a, a, a sort of legitimate, if you like, entire strand of wrestling. Mm. And that all stems from Nakamura. And what you get here is you get Nakamura, such a huge star on the other side of the world, coming into NXT in front of all these wrestling fans. And as soon as the match starts, you realise they haven't said to Nakamura, do it differently. <laughs> They've said to Nakamura, be Nakamura. Um, if any Japanese wrestler, I think of the last probably <coughs> 20, 30 years, um, could make the move to WWE and really thrive, mm. then it would be Shinsuke Nakamura. Ironically, <laughs> he, he has struggled on the main roster yeah. for all sorts of reasons. One is that, you know, He's Japanese and they probably don't think he's very good at interviews and things mm. like that. He's also been put into some high-profile matches that just haven't clicked with the wider WWE fans. But the real irony is it's the other wrestler who's on this card, which is Asuka, who is the person who has thrived best in <laughs> WWE. It's, it's just a sort of strange little little surprise. Um, what did you think of this match? I thought I really... <laughs> <laughs> the way it had that very kind of Japanese style of being quite tweaky. He was like he was on PCP or something. He was like <laughs> just constantly just whipping. It just his feet every time he took a took a move, his feet would slam against the mat. It looked so loose mm. and loose. But then when he was going, he would really fucking go and fuck me. Like I mean, he gets dropped on his fucking neck at one point. I was like Jesus Christ. I thought he was done for there. But, yeah, uh, he was. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was it was really really impressive. They, they, but again, as I said, the Asuka and and and, and Shinsuke Nakamura performance, I was just like, like this is a different kind of wrestling that is. anyone expects. It is, and I think you could say that this is the closest to a New Japan sort of, <laughs> if you like, main event. Mm. This is the closest to what you get in New Japan to ever happen in WWE. Yeah, you have Nakamura doing this incredible sort of slow build. Mm. It really takes off when they have a series where they where they exchange the forearms, where people are going shit. They're letting him. Be Shinsuke Nakamura yes. it is such a funny thing with WWE they bring these people in they pay them money <laughs> and then quite often they say now change everything about you mm. with someone like Nakamura who was such an established star and not not for a year not mm. for two years he'd been doing that for 16 years mm. you know or, or 14 years by this point it's difficult to remember what date it was what date he started and how it worked <laughs> out so 14 years he'd been doing this at the very top of Japanese wrestling they would end up sort of going, well, maybe don't do that. You know, <laughs> you are paying him already. Yeah. You, you don't have, it's not like you get a discount mm. for going use less moves. But it's, like, but it's like, but I guess it's like um, uh, back in the day, people wouldn't have the internet, they wouldn't have access to what these wrestlers were mm. uh, capable of. So n 
now you know Nakamura's coming in, and people will have seen his matches. Yeah, and people will exactly. have seen his strong, stronger style. And, and people will have will have will have said, "Oh, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world." Mm. And he really proves it in this. Mm. I mean, uh, Nakamura is 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 important for me around this time because I I I've mentioned it before on some older WrestleMania's, but I I saw an advert for a show with AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura taking place in Bethnal Green, right. and I was like, Shinsuke Nakamura, that was the guy who when I was into wrestling in the early two thousands, who was like you know the king of New Japan. What is he doing in Bethnal Green? <laughs> of course, it's York Hall, which is, you know, a famous boxing and wrestling venue. Mm. Beautiful place to watch. Um, and I saw Nakamura. And that was one of the things, having seen that show, he was so unbelievably charismatic. Mm. One of those things that is quite rare in Japanese wrestling, because Japanese wrestling, it is about charisma. It is all about all the things that, that American wrestling is about. Yeah. But at the heart of it, it's about legitimate sports yeah. if you like you have to make it look as legitimate as possible strong style helped him with that but shinsuke nakamura was i would say three times more charismatic than the next most charismatic man in that room <laughs> and that man was aj styles you know so you could just he was immediately even though you didn't know who he was my my, my wife didn't didn't know who shinsuke mm. nakamura was hasn't really ever watched japanese wrestling mm. she was the biggest fan of him after watching that match just going <laughs> it's unlike anything i've ever seen she was like he's like something from a sort of like japanese horror he's oh, like, he's like, like something, something that's come out of a bottle the from way a he moves out the, and, and the way even the 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 to be honest, terribly filmed little uh, VT of him going, oh, I see, I see you in Dallas. He's just kind of like, kind of, kind of drunk, man. It's like a drum I see in the street. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. It's, that, it's that kind of slow delivery. That, that great delivery. thing that he brings over as well, where you go, is this what's called in Japan? <laughs> I don't know. There's loads of sort of like, the way he moves and stuff, you're a bit like, is this something I should know about? I don't know. You're constantly on the back foot with it. He, he moves unlike anyone else. Again, wrestling can be a bit like dance. Mm. And when you get someone who comes in doing it entirely differently from somebody else, you just go, that guy sticks out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he dances with me. <laughs> get a knee in Him the head. and Fandango together <laughs> at last. And I mean, this, this, the best bit, the, pit, the bit where it just sort of goes stratospheric is... <laughs> Zayn has hit um, um, Nakamura in the in the nose, and yeah. I think Nakamura's got a broken nose. Yeah. And what this period is, they've been told, of course, you can't have blood. We'll see yeah. that in the main event. And I think actually, it, it, is it like where they are as well? Like the blood, like some like some states will allow blood. Maybe it's the Patreon one we're going to be coming on to. Uh, yeah, pretty soon. We'll, we'll be talking about the the Maryland uh, Maryland, Maryland Athletic uh, okay, yeah. uh, Commission, I'm who are still the going there. after all these years. They're still <laughs> fining people. It's amazing. Uh, but no, no. I mean, in Texas, right. you you were allowed to have a bloodbath if you wanted. But all at right. the time, WWE were presenting PG, you know, era yeah. TV. They didn't want blood. And what happens here is is, is as the the blood is hitting. Nakamura suddenly turns to Zayn, who is lying on the bottom right, and just begins kicking him in the head. <laughs> and it looks absolutely devastating. The crowd go absolutely insanely mad. And he stamps on his head and yeah. he just walks off. And what he's doing there is not just being a shit. He's not being <laughs> a fucking horrible yeah. man. What he's doing is he's giving Sami Zayn a reason to be lying on the floor while he goes and has his nose checked. Yeah. It's just that sort of level of... Everything has a meaning. Mm. Every move leads to a thing. What you get in this is very much an anti-WWE match. It's very much a, a, a New Japan match yeah. where one move leads to another. You almost can take it in turns and it will build and build and build and build. And that's exactly what this match does. It builds and builds and builds and builds. The the thing that's not always talked about in this match is how amazing Sami Zayn is. He's not just sort of an essential part of the match by being the other person. I would say he could be the better performer on the night mm. watching this back. He works his arse off. Um, he mirrors Nakamura in places as well. 
which is just well in the training blows <laughs> in, in, in the forearms there's there's a kick section <laughs> they do and it just it's impossible not Sami Zayn's NXT run was so good it was impossible not to root for him yeah. and even against Nakamura who is seems like this unknowable frightening elemental who has, has come out and his finishing move might be like just opening his mouth and it just keeping on going like <laughs> strands coming from the inside and sort of like spilling out into inky darkness I, I don't know but Sami Zayn, there's a little bit where, where um, uh, Nakamura goes for his running knee finisher. Mm. Um, the, the WWE call that the Kinshasa knee. Um, it, it was formerly called the Bombaye, um, which is, again, wrestling odd history. Antonio Inoki, most, uh, sort of the Hulk Hogan of New Japan, mm. also the Vince McMahon of New Japan. He was the, the owner and the promoter. Mm. Um, he uh, used, had a match against Muhammad Ali. Yes. So there's always this sort of, um, when they used to chant um, in the Rumble in the Jungle, Ali, Bombaye, Ali, Bombaye. <laughs> that was why it was the Bombaye. Right. Um, it then became the Kinshasa because the Rumble in the Jungle took place, I believe, in Kinshasa. Strange sort of <laughs> things the WWE go, we can't call it the Bombaye. No. But we'll look and see where that took place and we'll Name it after the city. <laughs> um, a strange little bit. Um, Sami Zayn does does his finishing move, a blue thunder bomb, uh, which is a sort of power bomb. And the pop up on the last, not even. I mean, you know, they get the two count. Yeah. Not even. You couldn't say it was like the last second. It is. I mean, the the the, the heat of the canvas must have touched the <laughs> underside of the ref's hand before Nakamura comes out. And again, what you're seeing there is not just sort of cheap pop. You're seeing someone who has complete Precision. mastery yeah. of the timing, of mm. understanding the moment to do it so that it gets the maximum response he from the audience. He wouldn't break someone's nose, would he? <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Um, <laughs> and the thing about the match I did really forget about is there is nothing flashy in it. It's yeah. just solid logic. Two people going, we will keep hitting each other until... This ends and one of us uh, has has won. Both <laughs> guys come out of it bigger stars than they were going in. Yeah, you know, and and for Shinsuke Nakamura for that debut match in America to be that good, you were like this. This is going to be something so thrilling. I could bear. I could barely speak about how excited <laughs> I was. At the time, a lot of people were like, "Fucking get Nakamura onto WrestleMania 32." Yeah, now I yeah. know he's done that. Put him on now. He will be the biggest star on the card. He he had. Oh, I mean, just the one of the greatest debut matches in WWE history. It never happens like this. Never. Oh, they, and they always waste it at weird times. And, and and if this had gone badly, you'd be like, why didn't they just put him on a main, you know, why didn't they put him on the main product? Why, why waste sense. him on this, you yeah. know? Instead, know I mean, they put him, he's such a big star, they put him in NXT. That was huge for NXT. Yeah. It meant that there were people like Samoa Joe uh, and Finn Balor. You were having matches that were like dream matches. Right. And you knew because it was NXT, they'd get time and they wouldn't be diluted. Yeah. What happens when Nakamura goes to the main roster? It's the same the old story. Over, I mean, right. it's they they respect him clearly. The mm. WWE they they aren't going to because he's always got the option to go back to Japan. Mm. He's always got that option. Mm. The reality is, it doesn't seem like he's that bothered. He's he's <laughs> you know got. I think he's in his mid forties now. Yeah. Um, he lives in uh, Orlando. He is a huge surfer. He likes going surfing. Oh right. And so he's got a nice income. He doesn't have to do the Japan matches where yeah. you've got your head injured. You know, and every time you stepped in the ring, you had to do 30 minutes and, you know, there was every chance that your, you know, retinas would become detached or your <laughs> back would be broken. You just get to team up with Cesaro, roll around the <laughs> ring, you know, occasionally point. Um, it's <laughs> something I really liked in May 2014, so two years before this. 
he was featured in Pharrell Williams' Happy video, but only the Japan version. Oh, He's right. In that, they do that. a lot of that and you never hear about you it. You never hear it. There was a, there's a re-release of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. And uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know about the original Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, or maybe just one, uh, they released a special version only in Korea featuring... Um, where you could play as some of these skateboarders, uh, uh, sorry, some uh, a K-pop artist, basically a group of K-pop girls. Uh-huh. You could fit, you could basically skateboard around as one of them. Got you. And it was something we never heard about. <laughs> we never heard about that. There was a secret uh, version of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater where you'd have your lag wagons and you'd have your mad caddies and you'd have your music from Melon Colin and I don't know, Rage Against the Machine. But then you'd have three emotional <laughs> bangers from a very unlovable uh, K-pop act. <laughs> An extension of the soft power of Korea, so to Charming. speak. Charming. Yeah. Man. Like, look, I, I, this is one of the, the, the best WWE matches that mm. they put on in the modern era. Mm. Um, it's certainly one of the best Shinsuke Nakamura matches that you'll see you know, from his, his later part of that career. Yeah. Um, it was the perfect swan song for Sami Zayn. And it's, and it's horrible. I do find it horrible. <laughs> you, you watch uh, a match like that, and at the time, I loved it so much. And I loved it because I thought, the 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 unlimited potential that these two have mm. this is just the start of something incredible and i watch it now and i go how what did could have been how did <laughs> you know 4 years later how are those two guys still so good still so likable yeah. and just they haven't come close to having a match like this either of them yeah. in 4 years um you know it should be they should be doing this on a routine basis mm. and I feel sorry. I feel sorry yeah. for them. You know, look, Smuzukashi, as the Japanese say, difficult. I compare it to XFM and Capital Radio. <laughs> right? I loved XFM. Did my best work there. Yeah. Went to Capital. Got paid much, much more. Mm. Very simple. If if someone had said to me, "Would you stay at Capital and go back to XFM?" I think I would have said, "Well, I really like it, Capital." <laughs> I, I don't blame them for a second. You got put back in NXT, didn't you? <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, we kept our Capital uh, wages, <laughs> wages, which yeah. was good. That was uh, very much a, yeah. someone else's agent doing a very, very good job. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Um, it, it, I think that's the reason why watching it this time around, I was like, "This is a phenomenal match," mm. but I didn't feel the same emotional connection to connection it, right, yeah. as I did when I was like, "This is just the start of something beautiful." Mm. Um, it was the start of life in the mid card at best. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking stuff. Well, um, we'll round it off there. I think we'll be back next week on the main feed. Yeah. The main RSS, so to speak. Ah, it's going to be the last episode of NXT's mm. uh, TakeOver Dallas next week. Yep. And uh, and then we're going to go straight into uh, WrestleMania 32. Barrel straight in, if yeah. you don't mind. If you want to see what happens or hear what happens rather right now, don't worry, you can listen right now. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. You've got the newsletter up there. You've got extra shows. One extra show every week. We are currently doing what we're currently doing. We're great American doing great fashion, American 1991. Oh, my days. It's a special that I enjoyed so much. I wanted to watch the actual <laughs> show twice because it was so jam-packed with bullshit and, and things going wrong the, and things being shit. This has been a really nice combination. So yeah. we've recorded the Great American Bash at the same time as we've been doing NXT mm. TakeOver. And the beauty of that is one is just really, really good wrestling yes and the other is all the things that are about wrestling that are terrible that we love it is and a it perfect sandwich could not be better beautiful perfect all right then everyone well right. look until next time uh love you stay safe take care uh and uh, don't sign with wwe <laughs> if you want to continue having five star matches and you're japanese wrestle all right me. then respect wrestle me bye <laughs> Thank you.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.